What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 173. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy, where we talk about our Patreon, merch shop, dabs, professional wrestling, police stuff, COVID, cooking, Epis for Family, Alone, Twitter, OnlyFans, and porn. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Another week, man. How is it being back in the working force? Man, it, it took some getting used to. Uh, my day, my first day off uh, after you know working like forty something hours straight after being on my ass. Right. Uh, I fucking crashed. I slept till like two o'clock in the afternoon. I had all this shit to do, and I didn't get none of it done. And then, so I ended the week with fifty-two hours, something like that. Right. Of course, I guess uh, that's what I have to work every week. Fun. That'll be great. So that actually takes my hourly rate down, but, you know, that'll be the last I can talk about my work since I work there and there is a social media policy now. So Right. Yeah, we ain't got to get too into it. I just, I knew you were tired. Um, <laughs> I got to shout out all of our little announcement shit. So we got patrons. Now, I got to say, last week I didn't shout out Hurricane Haynes. Because I thought he got he changed tiers, and according to Patreon, now it could be fucked. Um, he has changed tiers, but that will take effect next month. So currently, Hurricane Haynes still gets shouted out, um, as well as my mother, Powwow, and Marshall Dharma Initiative Bear, and then Snappy is supplying us with the dabs lately. You know, so well, you know, uh, keeping the fu- that's the fuel for the show, if you will. I, I, wor- I work in trade, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. This, this is my trade school, okay. Yeah, it's worked out well. We didn't really talk get to it as much last week, but we tried the diamonds last week. Wasn't really my thing um, because it didn't have a, a. I didn't like the flavor. You know, it didn't have one. Okay, well, I didn't know until last week that there was such thing as wet diamonds and dry diamonds. Right. See, I'm learning new shit every week. Yeah, and these were dry, and I ain't gonna lie, this shit looked exactly like crystal meth. It did. It done the job, but it and was. And a just... motherfucker hit me like a fucking freight train. Mo's over there taking two or three dabs. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, so and then this week we got the wet diamond. So now I've tried uh, or the diamond sauce, I think is what they're called. It's this. a household deal. It's a thirty-four dollars with tax for a whole gram of diamond sauce. So man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start shopping around because I don't have an allegiance to a brand necessarily, but you know, you hear good things of different ones and like so, I, said, I do not ever buy any of their flour. I do like the way their flour looks. It just looks subpar. I mean right. But she's more for the customer. Like, I got a gram of diamonds last week, and their credit, like, every 10 bucks you spend, basically, you get a buck back. Right. Honestly, the, in the place you're talking about, it's in the busiest part of town. It's a place that we call Crazy Corner because there's a train track, and uh, it's a three-way stop. Yeah, three-way, four. It's a four-way stop. four, but, but it's, it's all, not symmetrical. Right, it's all wonky. And they can't put a stop out there because of the train tracks and the train company's like, you can build a bridge up. And they're like, well, no, we want the train company to build. It's a whole fucking thing in the town. So anyway, it's in this busy part of town. And then it's like everyone will see you going in there. So if you have a sort of job that's like, you don't want that to happen, that's not cool. And then it's just hard to get to, kind of, from where you I live. You have to make a plan to go. Right. Like, there's only two good entrances. I would have to go the around. Right. Way. Yeah. Come to the and, back side. But, like, 
like I was telling hers because she's the owner. It's a little mom. It's a little husband and wife owned, and uh, I go there for the concentrates. I go elsewhere for flour or whatever, but right. that's my concentrate place because she's the most reasonable price. Right. Yeah, I need to check it out. I haven't ever been. Um, maybe once I get paid. My payday got pushed back uh, like a, 10 days or something this month, and it will be moving forward. And I knew it was happening, but that still doesn't make it easier when you get paid once a month. It's like, okay, so now I'm just supposed to magically make this money stretch further now. Um, so luckily, I have I pulled out my rap money, and then uh, you know I've been selling some merch stuff in the merch shop, um, which is shop.spreadshirt.com. Dot com slash Do podcast our hats ever get re- restocked? Um, last I saw, because I just made a new store, uh, the hats were still out in one of the styles at least. I don't okay. know. Um, I will be wanting a hat because I like hats. Right. Yeah, so I opened up another one. I won't put a link to or anything, but uh, if y'all follow me on Twitter or something, I'll share it, um, which is uh, A to the Mo. So basically shop.spreadshirt.com slash A to the Mo. And then I basically just put, because I use the same A to the Mo logo on everything. And I was like, might as well make some t-shirts in case, you know, skinny or someone would ever want to buy one. And I think it'd be cool to have one. And oh, I'm yeah. sure I'll make some A to the Mo makes beats ones as well. But um, I like having merch shops. Man, it's I want to look into getting our own bobbleheads. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. Mine would be I huge. just sat here and hit that motherfucker. All right, maybe get one for my dash. Right, yeah. yeah you know, I'm I, sure there's a company out there. There's probably expensive. Okay, well, I know they are because my brother, back when he was doing a semi-pro wrestling yeah. and called himself Thug Nasty, he got his own action figure made. Hell yeah. And it looked just like the fucking wrestlers, the R's. I mean, but, right. still would be, but it was like $55 a piece. Damn, yeah. I mean, but still, he has his own action figure, and it looks just like him. Yeah, I you're... Mean, we talked about it a little bit before, but yeah, your brother got into professional wrestling. I remember when I saw one of his matches in Ardmore where we all drove and did it and you yelled, you argued with the, some guy from this crowd into the ring. That was fun. And then it was him. And I can't remember what his, uh, tag team partner was. He was a black dude. who was also like a, some thuggish name. Yeah. Um, like D money or something. Yeah. D money. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then, yeah, they, they, Ended the finale of the show or whatever, and it was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Because your your brother's tall and he can he kind of pulled through. He has a Triple H look to him with his yeah. ponytail, and I guess uh, he uh, ended up having back problems and stuff. So I, mean, I imagine so. I mean, wrestling, I think it's a lot of it's luck, a lot of it's injury luck, kind of like you know other sports and stuff. Like I know people say it's not a real sport, and I don't think it is. I do not. It, it's just not a it real. Is, sport. It is all choreographed, but then fall if you do right, not it's know still how to dangerous. fall. I mean, I think stunt choreography in movies. I think that's impressive, but that doesn't mean it's a sport. So that's why I'm just like, when someone says wrestling's on us, I'm like, it is a sport. I'm like, well, it's not. There's not a competition, but it is demanding. Like, if and you it's, land wrong or just like tweak something wrong, don't get it just right, and you're right. trying to be, I mean, it could go wrong right. really quick. It's the same thing to me as cheerleading, where cheerleading on the sideline isn't wrestling, even though it is like, wow, that's impressive. But when they have a competition, all of a sudden it's a sport, you know? And so right. you're like, oh, because they're, now if you were scoring wrestling matches against each other maybe it is a sport but i don't think people it's like a it's not real wrestling the strongest man wins i mean they know who's gonna win before right. the match starts so but i know I we mean, have some wrestling it's entertainment world wrestling entertainment there for sure mean, mean, wwe <laughs> we uh, have some wrestling fans of the podcast with you know brad Sarex and southern convert so man i will used to, I, I was big <laughs> into wrestling and i'm i'm st- i still don't hate on wrestling i just don't watch it right now but I've, right. I grew up a wrestling fan, man. It just it is what it is. Yeah, I don't I don't hate wrestling. I just yeah, I grew around the time gonna... John Cena blew up. Whenever that was, 
because I don't have any memory of John Cena. So that's how I'd know around the time I quit watching wrestling. So any before, like, you know, the Rock, Stone Cold, all that shit. Rock, Stone Cold was an awesome rivalry. You know, you know Mankind was, was fucking I, well, huge when I was well, a kid. Up the Hulk, The Undertaker. The Undertaker was huge. I mean, our whole 40 years. Right, he's fucking <laughs> old as fuck. I mean, but, but you got to think where we come from. We had these wrestling. This, we, it was called pro wrestling. And it was like before they went to the WWE, they'd right. come around to Medill and Warrior. I would highly recommend watching if you have, I think it's on HBO uh, products. There was an Andre the Giant documentary. And so while it's selling his life story, it kind of also tells how the WWE started because what he used to be do is get rented out to all these little wrestling things around the country. And that was the only way you were national back then is because your company would lease you out to other other wrestling companies. And then the WWF at the time, you know, they started buying up just, well, we're going to combine everything. Um, so they show that story while they're showing Andre the Giant's kind of story. And his story was, it's an awesome documentary. Well, you remember the guy I argued with in the crowd? Yeah. He owns that little right. under-wrestling now. I mean... Right, and so your goal, I guess, there would be to sell it to someone, hopefully someday. And I don't make know. Some he's, money. he's made a lot of connections. He's hang, he's hangs out with the old ones, like Junkyard Dog, and you know they're all past the prime. Uh, Iceman King Parsons. I mean, I seen Lex Luger come back about ten years ago, and it was sad. Right, I used to love Lex uh, Luger when I was a I kid. No, he he looks so bad. Yeah, sad, sad for sure. Um, also, I was gonna say. Uh, this month, I'm selling beats every day. Got a new beat every day. So if any rappers are listening, y'all should fucking Sell buy any? that shit. Fuck no. I'm getting some listens. Uh, no one, I don't think, is in buying beats moods these days. Uh, also, I might just quit selling beats. I might shut down my store if I don't get a sell soonish. Uh, and then just do something different, you know, work with underground rappers or some shit. I don't know. Because I'm going to keep making beats. So I just have 200 and something beats just sitting on my store doing nothing. I feel like, well... We can get them used by somebody, maybe. But then again, I would also like to sell some beats. So we'll see what happens. Right now, I don't want to shut it down because I spent so much time uploading stuff that then if I shut it down and never have to redo that, I'm going to be pissed the next time I do it. I'm like, God damn it, I'm (laughs) re-uploading shit again. So that's that's my thought there. Um, Also, police brutality is bad. I'm going to bring that up every week. So I told Dom. Every week, say, probably not cool for police brutality to happen. Um it looks like a lot of them are uh, probably going to resign and go work elsewhere. Right. And I don't know. I, I really think my idea last week was really good of the two different types of cops or something. Um, you know, in our Discord, Rusty really wants me to admit cops should kill his people sometimes. And I still think people are unarmed. And that's the thing, you know, people, this thing that's happened in Atlanta, uh, the guy had a taser. So people are saying that's armed. But I, there's something about running away with your back turned. I don't know. There's something about that that's like, okay, but he wasn't like aiming a gun at the fucking cop. So. I think 99% of officers, no matter what color the person was, if you had anything aimed at them shooting at me or the fellow officer, they would have retaliated with the next weapon of choice. Right. I mean, I agree because that's the way they're trained and that's, that's the way we are, you know. Um, but I just think. I mean, because I think, again, the guy was calm, and I think everything was going normal, and they just put the handcuffs on him and go. Now, you know, I don't – people are like, but that's when he made his big – you know, things kind of turned. I think he should have been arrested and put in a drunk tank. I've seen that happen to plenty of people in plenty of scenarios. Absolutely. I, that's, I think, how most people would agree that shit. But I would think, then again, I've seen a lot of people being like, he should just let him go with a warning. And I'm like, 
Absolutely. They ain't, they ain't no, how that shit works. To, I had to spend my four hours in the goddamn drunk tank. Fuck right. no. So I do feel as if the a pendulum swinging too far a little bit. I almost had the exact same scenario. I was passed out in a convenience store bathroom. Right. This motherfucker had cuffs on me by the time I woke up. Right. I mean, he was slapping cuffs on me, and he was a little Right, and you're not a small dude. Well, and he was taking that approach. Right. And, like, like, he was a little rough with me at first because I was a big dude, and he was intimidated. I mean, but I mean, I didn't fight back because I don't. I mean, I mean, I talk shit, but I didn't fight back. But yeah, he he started off a little rough until he realized I wasn't going to do nothing. Right. So, so I, I mean, everybody gets profiled. Guys. I do think, and then apparently that officer in the Atlanta shooting, if you look at his history, and I think this is karma, right? So for years and years, a black man gets shot by police, and what's the first thing the media does? Well, what's their criminal history that has nothing to do with this actual incident? But we'll see what they use, you know, and you're like, well, what does that do? That? So now these cops are having these incidents like, well, have they had anything before? And it turns out if you look at their complaint history, they have a few incidences, you know, that kind of point this direction. So I do think this was a, a special scenario in the sense that guy kind of he was fighting back at one point in time. But I do feel like, and this is the bad part, once they're running away, I feel like you have to pursue. You have to pursue and capture. I just think it's weird that there is a section of us that believes as soon as they're running, well, now you get to kill them because they're running from cops. I'm like, I just don't. I can't get behind right. that completely. But I get it. He had the taser, shot through the taser. In the state of Georgia, uh, the taser was considered a lethal weapon. Can it kill you? Yes. Okay, I, well, I think I think I but no, these aren't these everyday tasers. You can go to the store and get a taser. We can play around, joke around with that yeah, all day. I had one in college. These police tasers aren't the same goddamn thing. Right, these are like the hooks in your fucking body yes. shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, too much voltage. I mean, yeah, right. you could cause a heart attack and die. Easy. It's strange. Like I think for instance, the this Atlanta killing, if it didn't happen after you know, in the political climate we're in, I think a lot more people would be but probably they're charging this officer with murder. Right. And I watched the DA, and he said this guy, the suspect, was calm and collective the entire time. That is false. He was calm and collective until they put the, tried to put the cuffs on, and then shit hit the fan. Right. But, no, he acted like he was calm the entirety. I watched his speech, and he is just straight-up bold-faced lying. Right. This is not what happened. Right. I mean, so there's a scenario, and I think we can imagine even outside of cops, of like— well, you know, if say someone you owned a store or you know you're some of your job or whatever, and someone comes in, you're like, all right, man, you got to go, and they're like, I'm not going. And you're like, dude, you just have to, like, you just have to go, you know. And I think in this scenario, the cause like you just have to get arrested. And then if someone does that crazy again, I do not think that's an excuse to kill someone. Right. I think all cops should know jujitsu or you know something where it can never get to that scenario. One I don't fucking states- know. One of the states. Andrew Yang. That, yeah. yeah, Andrew Yang suggested it, which, you know, he was our hope for the greatest. I want to say one of the states uh, incorporated it already. I've seen it earlier. Hell yeah. Um, you know, maybe something like that, but I do think at some point in time, things are going to get violent for sure. I just maybe don't. Again, I don't like guns being used. I just well, think it'd be cool if they could not kill in people. In jujitsu, you can hold them in a place that they're not asphyxiated, not going to injure themselves and keep things at a calm level right i mean if they try to you could just manipulate it this way you manipulate it this way and they won't move i promise right 
And cops have some of that training, you know, because, I mean, I was a child, It's of not that much, though, guys. But, I'm telling you. My grandpa was a correctional officer, and so he would go off, you know, for like a week a year to like some training or every couple of years. And then he would come back, and he would like grab my wrist and some fucking, you know, he had these big banana fingers. And I'm like, like oh, point. right. There's like seven or nine pressure yeah, points. Yeah, and he would do like all this shit, and I'd be like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So I know that but shit But if happens. you don't have it just right, it is not effective. Right. Like, I can turn your wrist, but if I don't have it just right, it ain't going to do shit. Right. And if they're moving around, what's the percentages of getting that just right? Yeah. So I don't, again, I don't think the guy should die. I think it'd be way cooler with other things. Uh, but I know this right now in the world we're in, everyone has to be ex- one way extreme or the other, right? I he mean, was innocent, should have got to go home. I did say or he the been taser killed. could be lethal, but that is a kind of one of them one percent circumstances right so i wanted to be clear i mean i kind of defended that but at the same time i probably wouldn't have shot someone for shooting a taser at me right i would not and then have, i wouldn't have done it i've also thought about a lot is seeing how people just keep using rubber bullets and tear gas or cops are and protesters why don't they use that those tools on these scenarios like why was that not a rubber bullet fired at that dude i just think and people are like well that wouldn't stop someone I've seen some of these uh, like heads busted open by rubber bullets and these wounds. I think you shot a dude with rubber bullets. That would you get shot by a rubber bullet, you're going to react. That's what I think. But people like, are like, "That's you not got enough. your hand on a trigger, your shoulder gets shot with a big ass rubber bullet at however much impact. Right, you're, it's going to jerk and probably knock your weapon out. That's what I, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. You know, I'm no firearm expert. Uh, I mean, I've been hit. Think about getting hit with paintballs. Everybody can relate to paintballs. Look at these big old whelps, and that shit hurts. Do you not ball up a little bit when you get hit with that son of a bitch? Come on, think about a rubber bullet. You're going to cringe. And- I mean, the guy was drunk, though, you know, but I don't know. And that's the other thing is I think it's weird um, that people are like, well, cops can't do everything. You know, they're not these action hero guys. And I'm like, well, villain, the quote unquote bad guy criminals aren't fucking action heroes either. They're normal motherfucking people. Most <laughs> of the time, like they're all normal people. It's not like no one's special in this shit. So, um, I just, again, uh, one of my friends, brass Bohot, he's in an interracial marriage and he hit me up and was like, Hey, what are your, you know, just ask me what my fucking thoughts were on it. And I kind of was talking to him and both of us were like, it just sucks that no one can talk about shit. And I was like, I do on my podcast cause no one listens, no one that really, you know, matters. Right. And I think if anyone that does listen, they realize like, we're not trying to be hateful or whatever. Uh, but you can't like go on the internet and be like, Hey, what about this? People are like, fuck you. Is that not what we all think? Then you can't think it, you know? And that's just, right. well, my daughter brought up, you know, well, they don't have enough training. I'm like, well, think about this. You're at your work at a restaurant. I said, I said, I know it's a much lesser scale, but let's say you just happen to be busy, but you're scheduled to train someone. What happens? They kind of get thrown in there and kind of have to wing it, right? I said, what the hell you think happens on them short staff places? I said, the same damn thing. Right. I said, they're getting thrown into well, it and they're learning on the fly. They don't have near enough training. I mean, they I agree. It should be a college, like as in like the hours, like they only have to get like six weeks of cleat training and then they're like, all right, good to go. That's enough. But I can do all the book training in the world and until I'm in the field, it doesn't yeah, match it, up. I mean, you said, but like, for instance, and I think this is the best one, like attorneys have to go to college for eight years to practice law and cops go for six weeks to enforce it. And they're probably not exactly, uh, <laughs> Shouldn't be exactly that because how there's no way they can know all the laws. There's just no way. Right. And then a lot of times they're like, well, what? You know, I saw this one of this dude in a parking lot filming cops 
um, and then all these cops are around him, you know, badgering him. He's like, this is a fucking public park, and he's talking shit. He's a black dude talking shit, and the whole time I was like, this dude's going to get shot because you can't be talking shit like this to cops. Now, maybe that's me assuming the racism, but these cops were pissed, and he was like, we know by this law, blah, blah, blah. And they go, well, it's just normally our our preference. And he goes, well, is a preference a right? Is that a law? You're going to throw me in jail over a preference? Like, it was so fucking funny. But the whole time, I was like, this dude's going to get killed. He was being technically right. He was being technically right, but I don't know if it was worth it, you know, if right. you live there. But and that's now- what I'm watching a lot of videos. People are just baiting them. Right. So, uh, I mean, if your sole purpose of today is to wake up today and try to go get a motherfucker in trouble. But then again, on, I just can't let go that Dylan Roof, the guy who shot, went to a church, prayed with the minister and then the people in the church, white kid, and then killed the black people in a church. The cops arrested him and then took him to Burger King. Wow. So for anyone that's like, well, that's how they would treat people. This motherfucker murdered people and they took him to Burger King like he was like they were dog the bounty hunter. Before turning him in and shit. Now, so like, I heard of a story of a guard transporting a prisoner from Holdenville over to McAllister, and they stopped and got him a Big Mac because he was this filthy fucking murderer. Because he had a little waiting party waiting on him, from what I was told. But the joke was to go get him a Big Mac because they was they called McAllister Big Mac here in Oklahoma. Right. I mean, that was kind of humorous, but yeah, you know, treating people to burgers after they murder someone, fuck that. Yeah, that's... Take know. that motherfucker to jail, why don't you fucking rough that motherfucker up? Right, I agree. Fucking, I would have tossed yeah. him out the front doors, I now, mean, shit, something. Koopy is super liberal, you know, so a lot of times on here, I don't feel like I'm liberal because Koopy is so liberal, and so she's watching this video, uh, a lot of, you know, explaining systematic racism and stuff, and... and and I had to be real careful. I completely agree, in, you know, in all the whole white privilege, systematic racism, like that. I do sometimes feel like, again, the pendulum just flint going too far to where it's they were like, and this is a global issue where white people and this white supremacy happens everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's just not. Yes, it happens a lot of places. But guess what? In China, they're holding Muslims in fucking concentration camps. Now, is that because China, Chinese people are white? No, it's because they have power. Like. And throughout history, it's whoever has power in a land is cruel and abuses those without power. I'm not saying white people in this scenario are right, but what happened, I think, was before, like, world culture became what, you know, everything's everything, uh, white people were the cruelest and meanest, and they were, quote-unquote, winning, you know, I don't want to say winning, but, like, they were making other people do their work for them. They were getting rich off the backs and labors of all these other cultures, and so now that we are the way we are and we're developing this sort of social guilt, it's like, well, hey, that was wrong, but throughout history, there have been people enslaving other people, and they they're just have, and not even just in seven, but treating them like shit, like people being like, well, that group of people aren't near as good as us, like the, Mon- the Mongols came into China and because they were treated like I shit. I think there's pretty much slavery in everywhere, but America right at the moment. Maybe. And then even like, so like Russia is a white country, right? I mean, they're white people. But they went and they tried to take over other white countries and treat those people like shit. They weren't like, well, they're brown skin. So we're in, they're like, no, fuck Ukrainians. They're shit. And even though to us, they like look like, what the fuck is the difference between a Ukrainian and a Russian? Um, but to them, they're it. You know, so I just think there's a very broad brush of like... 
all white people are wrong, right? And like, I know that's not what people mean, but that is how some people hear it. And I just think it's dangerous for the optics of it all because you're going to get some people kind of riled up and mad. Like when you say some stuff of like, well, all white people are racist because of white privilege. Maybe I just don't think it's the right wording. I just think you need to be like, well, all white people benefit from white privilege maybe. But when you're like, well, they're all inherently racist. It's like some sort of the natural born sin. And I'm like, I just think that's not good. Kind of like J- Japan had like the sex workers that they kidnapped in Korea like during World War II and that's a big thing but that wasn't because Japan's white people that's because they conquered the Koreans in a fucking war like I don't know this shit just happened throughout history and I think it's weird a dude told me uh, the other day stopped me and told me it was all about the oligarch oh there you go it goes all the way back to Aristotle I mean he just hey boy he he held me up for about 15 minutes it's an old man I guess boy he's, he's all into it right and so I don't know I'm all for it. You know, I think I've been pretty clear on like, you know, I'm all against the racism. Um, but I do think and something I meant to bring up with Dom last week, because me and him were talking about before of like, I just really get annoyed with this idea that each race of person is one person and they've all lived for thousands of years. No shit. You know, and like where it's like, oh, yes, but we've been doing this, whatever. And I'm like, to me, like I'm one saying since you're born, I think when you turn like 18 and I get it, like some people have really shitty scenarios or whatever, but I've, and again, this is all anecdotal evidence and no one cares about the shit, but like you've just met people that have really shitty scenarios that are more successful than me or you are right now. You know, mm-hmm. like they're, I just don't always think it's, I definitely think there's hurdles. There's definitely things that hold people back. I think if you go about blaming every blaming other stuff, I just don't necessarily know how it's helpful. I don't know. And I feel like an asshole even thinking it because that's not a cool thing to say at the moment. But it's just. I don't know. I just think like there's too many rich people in power or we're just puppets. Right. And they're stringing along shit for us to fight about. Right. Like, for instance, you know, right before all this stuff broke out, um, a lot of stuff coming out. The Senate committees, I know we talked about it a couple months ago, you know, they they went and bet on the stock market after they had the meeting about coronavirus and all that shit. And then they voted against helping out people. They're both in Oklahoma, two of them, I believe, or one of them at least. Right. And then that went to court. That got dropped. There's not even going to see that in court. So there you go. Those Senate members just got away with that, making millions of see, dollars. people get away? And that's an Epstein thing. Right. You got money. You're well-known. You got a position. You get away with it. Right. So no See, one- that's that's the divide here. I mean, I'm down here with the poor class and I'm a little above poor because I bust my ass and I work. Right. But you got a bunch of kids. You know, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm with these people. Right. I I feel you. Um another thing, I think we brought up ICE last week. Another story broke about ICE, the Border Patrol people of basically them saying that legally they don't care. I don't know if that was, I can't remember the exact wording, but more or less was that they don't care if their border agents or whoever that works for us has sexual assaults on detainees. So basically if a border agent decides someone in a cage is, uh, they want to rape them. No, that person's on a citizen. They can't bring charges. It's not, absolutely ISIS. hell no, they're still a human being. And then they've came out and no. said that shit. So now you're like, Oh, God damn it. You can't. Like, I have not always been for open borders. I will say that. But doing that to someone, that is still a person. Right. And uh, you just can't as America say it's cool to rape. But people. then someone's going to be like, well, how can you be for closed borders and say it's still human? I mean, there's. Pers- well, I didn't, you right. know, but that is way out of line that 
those people should be fired. Well, and I want to say last week we brought up that there's this theory I saw where 3,000 ice children have disappeared from ice and how it's part of a pedophile ring oh organization. And then this story comes out of them being like, hey, we don't have anything to do with sexual assault allegations against our workers. And it's like, well, this isn't, this is weird. Fuck, there should be more cameras everywhere. Yeah. We have technology. There should be cameras. And I work in places, I've worked in places where there's cameras in every single corner of the facility. I mean, where I'm at right now, for the most part, anywhere I'm at, I'll be on camera. Might as well, <laughs> it should just be that way everywhere. Of course, yeah. but obviously you can go right into court and say what you just seen on the video isn't true. I've seen that. Right. I don't understand, but well, and then uh, I have a lot of random just stories I saw this week. Uh, All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail dot com. Perfect. Boom. Did you see the one of the cop crying over the McMuffin? No. So, okay, this is a perfect example of cops are humans, and I think we got to realize that for sure. But also this person, I don't necessarily think, and maybe this is unfair to judge them, maybe they shouldn't have a gun and be able to kill someone if they feel in danger. This woman went through a McDonald's line. She was a cop. You know, she paid for her food. You know how McDonald's is. They got the first window and then the second window. And then I... I don't, I'll be honest, I didn't watch the whole video. I just read about it and saw pictures and the woman's face and then her crying. And I think they made her wait longer. That's the only thing I'm trying to justify here is they made her wait longer for her egg McMuffin because she was a cop. Maybe they told her like to pull up or whatever. And then she had to wait a long time. And then she like went live on Facebook or Instagram or wherever and proceeded to cry and have a mental breakdown because this is unfair for her to be treated like this where she has to wait for her egg McMuffin. How long was the wait? not enough for you to be fucking crying because about. Because I, I get pulled up all the time. Me too. Like, I'll, I'll watch, see if I can figure I'll it watch out. these cars, you know. Here's what I don't understand about drive-thrus. When I go to the drive-thru, I'm seriously, like, if, if my order's correct and everything, or if I'm ordering, I'm in and out. And then I'll be behind these people in the drive-thru that are take, like, five, ten fucking minutes. Right. I mean, I pulled up behind a lady the other day, and she handed them a sheet of paper, and they're just handing stuff out the window for like five minutes. Trying to see if it tells us how long. The video they have uploaded here is three minutes, but she, you know, of course, starts it further into, you know, after she's been waiting. But either way, I mean, the the woman looks about my age, my age to your age, somewhere in there, you know, so I'm. She's not like an older. She I'm, thinks they did it on purpose. And I, you're right. I think she. Feel, but to me, I just don't want a cop. And fuck, this kind of sounds sexist, but it is. They just should have an emotional breakdown over this, right? Like right. In, in uniform and shit. Like you need to be level headed as fuck as a cop. I feel like. And so for you to be like, <gasps> and she gets all worked up. Like uh, you can kind of see the. Here she's just talking to the camera, but she's already kind of sad looking. Eh, and uh, that's an act. I mean, I could just see act all over her face. She's smiling. Right. And so, and what was funny to me when I first saw this was it was being shared by like pro cop groups. Like this is wrong with this woman's got to wait extra just because she's a cop to get her egg McMuffin. She should get it early, you know, and that's kind of thing. And then all these people picked up like, oh, God forbid your worst problem in the world is you got to wait a little longer for, you know, and so she's been getting tore up now on the internet of like, this woman shouldn't have a gun. 
if she if she gets this emotional over an egg McMuffin, what the fuck is she gonna do when someone says something to her? I mean, so. I mean that's a good point. Did you see in New York where there was a small place that poisoned some officers? Oh shit. I Damn. did not see if the officers died or not, but there was like a Shake Shack or something like that. Damn. A group of officers came in and the employees poisoned all their food. Yeah, that, that, that is happened a, in New York. And I, I want to be clear. I don't think uh, anyone should kill cops. I think cops, again, most of them are great. You don't want cops to kill people? We don't want people to kill cops. Exactly. I, mean, I don't want killing. Stop it. Exactly. And I just think, you know, again, the training, and I I just think it's weird because I've dealt with this. I've, I just have. I've been arrested a little bit, and I've even getting traffic stops. They pull up my record. I got arrested for pot when I was 19. Well, you better treat me like a fucking piece of shit from that point forward. It just happened to me. I have been treated like a piece of shit by highway patrols i mean i've been asked i mean i had a pair of basketball shorts on a cut off shirt i just got off work 11 hour days i went through something uncomfortable we had to go like pick one of our kids up from like norman or something from right you know where uh, with their grandparents and uh i made a improper lane change i was guilty i meant but he's like you got a job where do you work right i mean just treat me like a piece of shit Right. It's like, what the fuck's that have to do with anything? Like, so anyway, I know a lot of cops are good. And I think when you see a cop out and like, you know, friends, when I go to an event at school, you know, on graduation the other night, you know, I had to work that those cops are fucking friendly as fuck in the hallway. Of course they are. Yeah. I'm fucking wearing a polo shirt. I'm at work. They're working. I think security or something. I don't know what the fuck they're in doing. In general, they're usually pretty nice to right, me. But I've had some asshole cops. When someone when I get pulled over for uh, my headlight went out. Last time I got pulled over was my old car. My headlight went out, and uh, I told the guy, I "said Yeah, I just hit a deer." It was the night I hit a fucking deer, and I was like, "I hit a deer," and uh, I live two blocks away. So I lived in Medill, and he goes, "Let me go run this." I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" He comes back. Well, I saw. I see here in 2000 seven where you got arrested for marijuana and i went yeah and he was like well what if we search your car like oh and i was like oh my god it's 10 o'clock at night i'm dry i worked a 12 hour day you know yeah. and i was like and so yeah i so mean you've been on the other end of this right because so, i have two public intoxes <laughs> i have one and then uh some marijuana arrests but they do they treat you like shit because you're a criminal and i think if it could be different you know, like, for instance, I really enjoyed the way my grandfather was a correctional officer. I spent a lot of time as a kid in, in the DOC's place, right? Uh, they would do, like, the uh, passing out kids to underprivileged kids, and they'd dress me up like an elf, and someone would be there as a Santa or whatever. And shit like that. And those inmates were so nice to me. I went fishing with them before. Now, they were nice to me because my grandpa was the fucking captain or whatever. But they were they were really nice. My grandpa treated them. It seemed like with respect to me as a kid, you know, he was like, they were there to do time, and I'm here to tell them their rules and stuff, but I'm not going to disrespect it. I never saw him disrespect. No, that someone, right? was the best way to be a correctional officer. Right. And so um, I always, I did kind of think like, yeah, they'll be, cops are pretty cool, but I've just right. seen some but that are assholes. See, but you <laughs> see some that come in and they got a chip on their shoulder. They're in there to bust some heads. Right. I mean, they walk through that door and you know what they're trying to be about. And you're like, God, no. Like, unless they're fucking acting up, causing you, you leave them alone. Right. And I said, it's a respect game. You treat them with respect, they respect you. We all go home at the end of the day, you know. And I was like, you treat them like shit, you're going to have hell. Right. I mean, I remember a couple times uh, my grandpa getting calls in the middle of the night. I'm having to go up there because some guy had a knife on someone, you know, sort of thing. Um, and that was always pretty fucking crazy. Um, but anyway, like my, my grandpa thinks like a good guy. I met, I think I've told this story on the podcast, but I met this dude named Top in college who was this black dude who was – 
one of those guys, I'm sure you've had friends like this. Like you just meet someone and immediately you're like real good friends. Mm-hmm. Don't know shit about them really, but you're yep. like, fuck, that's just the homie. So me and Top were like that. His brother cut hair and his, I think his brother was good friends with Skinny and J-Mac. I mean, Top was too, but anyway, Top would just start coming over. Um, he would call me an, an NID because of my love of black culture. And um, he was just a real cool uh, dude in general. But when he came to my house, he saw a picture of my grandpa and he goes, and that's, and he knows my grandpa's full name. He says his full name, and no, one, uh, no one knows that, of All course. Right. And I was like, yeah, how the fuck did you know Captain that? So, yeah. Right. And he was like, well, yeah, he was my correctional officer when I was locked up. And well, and I was like, oh shit, you know, I didn't realize that. And he got arrested for pot like me, and had him going to fucking jail where I didn't. So I always kind of felt bad for him there as well. And um, he was like, yeah, I failed a drug test, and your grandpa didn't rat me out. And I was like, are you fucking serious? And I believe top now. You know, my grandpa would probably lie and say that never happened, you know, but according to Todd, my grandpa pulled him aside and he goes, I'll give you one chain. He had this epic speech, you know, that I'm like, that sounds like my grandpa. Um, but when I got arrested for pie, you know, well, I didn't I mean, get that a one, one failed drug test could have gave that motherfucker an extra four years. Right. I mean, they don't understand. This, yeah. You know? and, and he said, he goes, you just got and I go, why did you fail a drug test? He was like, because people handed me weed. There's, <laughs> more, there's like more drugs available in prison. Right. So anyway, it's. A fucked up world. I don't have any answers, um, but I just somehow we got there off the police and the racism and shit. Like, but I don't know how many we'll times. Th- like uh, the gangs on the inside of the prison, and I know this for facts. You know, I worked there two years. They pay people on the outside, and most prisons are surrounded by fields. Right. And they would time the perimeter officer. It took like three minutes. And they would run up and just chunk packages over the fence. And they would have thousands of pills, have cell phones, knives. I mean. Right. I'm sure drones are the easiest way now, if I had to guess. I never seen a drone, and then they would throw them, and then they would they would bust out their window, like when they thought an officer wasn't on, and they would make these uh these hooks out of their sheets, and they would fish them, and then all the way in the window, and they would make a hook, and they'd pull that package up, and they'd pull it up through their windows. Well, how'd they get the glass back on? It's not. I mean, if you wasn't in, like when you're cross counting, there might be a, a time. And they're short staff all the time where there's not an officer on the pod for a few minutes. Right. So they bust their window out when no officers on the pod. They got lookouts. Right. And no one heard them. <clears throat> and you don't go in these max cells unless they come out. Right. R- really? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Um, all right. Something else that's happened in the world is apparently the coronavirus has doubled, at least in our state, according to... Some shit that I guess came out. It is like the extra 259 <laughs> cases. Yeah. Um, now, I know I said last week I don't believe the storyline that protesters are all getting it. Maybe they are, but I don't believe they're getting tested. Right. I just don't. It doesn't add up to me. Uh, now, maybe other people are getting tested and that's coming back or whatever. Um, so it is weird because, like, I have to go back to work in about a week. And then, although a lot of people are in that same scenario, like, things are opening back up as numbers keep going up and you're like, I kind of feel like we've done this it's backwards. Like the restaurant I went back to, the lobby's still closed at the moment. I know. I think that makes sense. And But apparently they had one of them opened up, and they like the sales they got from it. It's all about money, dude. Right. And they like the sales, and it's one of our competing stores, you know, that do close to the numbers we do. And then apparently right. they kicked our butt, so apparently they're wanting us to open back up. But it's going to be very limited. Like, we're not going to be able to buy put eggs on the salad bar. And that's like unheard of. They're like fucking ridiculously priced because you know we have to get the prepackaged already cooked eggs we don't have a place to cook eggs on site right can't boil eggs okay well i mean (laughs) 
there's a lot of legality that goes right. with that. You want, I mean, an egg is a thing that could go wrong really quick. Right. And you don't want Boiling hourly, yeah. you don't want hourly employees in charge of people's eggs. Right. You usually get prepackaged eggs that are safe, and but anyways, they're skyrocketed in price. Interesting. So yeah, I went grocery shopping yesterday. Uh, you know, checking out and stuff, and meat meat's definitely gone up. I mean, there's no you know, way like to... even the liquid egg we use for our brownies and cookies and stuff. And we're we've tried to order it and we can't get it in. Well, that is crazy. Like there's been several items like that that we just can't get in. Yeah, there is. I'm trying to think. There was something that was still kind of out that surprised me at the store. I guess toilet paper was still low, which I was like, I thought everyone was over that by now, but I guess not. Um, and yeah, there are a few other random just foods that you expected to be there, and you're like, oh, all right, that's just weird. Like it just wasn't like this fucking six months ago. There wasn't right. times where food was just wasn't there at the grocery store. So it is. It's Man, interesting. I keep hearing stories about how they're making all the American farmers like destroy their beef and milk and dump it out, and then we're having to order from overseas, which makes absolutely no sense to me. Right? See, I haven't seen any of that. I have seen, like I said, some of my farmer friends talk about how meat processing plants are under paying farmers what they paying less than they used to and then charging stores more than what they Apparently used to. Apparently there's a bunch of warehouses that had a couple of workers infected, so they like shut down the whole plants, made them throw all the food out. Oh, damn. what I'm hearing. I mean, I haven't read anything for fact, but... Right. Yeah, fuck knows. This week I'm eating all chicken. That's That was my I goal. Mean, I mean, we got to come up with more chicken recipes because I'm just like... Here's what I'm making this week. So, uh... I really like the Caesar salads from Walmart. Like they have this like family kit of Caesar salads. Well, so, don't know, so. Uh I grill a couple chicken breasts, throw it in the salad, and then uh eat that. And that's what we made last night. But again, there's only two of us, so that's pretty you know, that works out. And then tonight I'm gonna make a chicken fettuccine alfredo. Again, just grill some chicken breasts and then cook the noodles and have the alfredo sauce. Do you and do then, the homemade alfredo or you just jar it? I just got the jar. Um, I've never tried to make homemade Alfredo. I made some Alfredo sauce one time. It was the fucking bomb, but I guess my wife was sick at the time and she loves Alfredo and didn't want to try it. So she missed out. So she gets the jar. Right. But I, made some, I mean, I made some kick ass. I mean, and, I've watched the videos of someone make it. Oh man. You know, it real fu- slow and shit. It was fucking delicious. Um, so I might need to look into that. And then I have, we just said we're going to have two more chicken breasts after that. And I was like, well, what else can we make with two more chicken breasts? And so Koopy claims she loves this chicken and rice recipe her mom made as a kid. And then I saw it and was like, that sounds horrible. So I looked at my own chicken and rice recipe, and I'm going to try to make that. But I it really might be like, bad. I really like barbecue chicken on the grill. Yeah. You know, throw some bread, throw some barbecue sauce. See, drumsticks are the cheapest thing. I got like... 12 drumsticks for four dollars the other day or something like that maybe three dollars chicken is so tricky cooking man right and i've gotten to where i just can bake drumsticks to a point to where they're always pretty good you know put a lot of pepper a little seasoned salt i throw a little soy sauce and Worcestershire sauce in there a little marinade a little bit and then just uh bake those and koopia always loves them you know I, uh, I usually make a, a meat sauce for my spaghetti because yeah, me man, they was eating Alfredo and I was like, man, I grew up on spaghetti. Can we please have spaghetti? Right. So I looked up all these spaghetti and I found one I kind of liked. It's uh, basically a can of tomato sauce, a can of crushed tomatoes, a can of tomato paste. I put some oregano, some basil, uh, some garlic salt, garlic powder, and cut up some onions and bell pepper. And I just kind of saute those before I throw them in there, put the meat in there and... 
Turns out pretty fucking good. Yeah, see, I, I don't do near as much work. Um, I just get Tony Newman's roasted garlic and tomato sauce. Oh, no, I do like an Italian sauce. I started off with hamburger meat, but now but I'm, I add all, a hamburger, I'm all the way up to Italian sausage now, and it's really fucking delicious. But anyways, yeah. I, I took the meat I, out of it. Sometimes Italian sausage is too much for me. It is. Sometimes. Yeah, it is. I mean, I like, understand. Like, it almost has a licorice taste sometimes. Right. That's the way I feel about it. Well, this weekend, um, if you're interested, because I know you don't get to eat this stuff, I'm going to make some deer chili. Oh, hell yeah. I bought all the stuff for that. So um, you got to use sausage with that well, as see, well. As far but. as chili goes at my house, my wife likes the wolf brand, so we open up a can of chili. Right. And I and do. So. I will do that for when I have hot dogs. Uh, but for instance, this weekend, I'll probably make the chili. And then with any leftovers, then I'll make hot dogs next week and reuse and stuff. But uh, I'll let you know when I make it if you're interested. And the only reason we're doing that is because we had all these boxes of cornbread. And Koopy's like, why do you keep buying them? I go, well, here's what happens. Every time we need it, I buy two boxes because they're so cheap. And then this is what's happened is we only make one and now we have like five extra boxes of cornbread. <laughs> so I'm going to make some uh, chili and cornbread this weekend. I like uh, we make a pan of cornbread and like we use it for what we like. Well, she made stew the other day. We'll use some of that for stew and then we'll, we'll just slap a piece of cornbread on a plate and microwave for a little bit with a little butter on it and just eat that. I mean, right. I like yeah, I when I was a kid, I used to put fucking ketchup on cornbread. And it's the one thing I'm like, I don't know how the fuck I did that. That sounds so gross now. But as a kid, that's the only way I'd eat it. Must have been that unsweet cornbread. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So coronavirus mentioned earlier, double, you know, all the numbers. People should be probably, I guess, more cautious. Wear your mask, all that. But I did see where a guy who survived it in Seattle, I believe it was, got sent home with a $1.1 million hospital bill for surviving coronavirus. So what's the fucking point in surviving it? If you're going to have to pay someone a million dollars and they didn't even know what they were doing. They don't have a fucking cure. They're just fucking holding you there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like this shit. I don't like the healthcare system. That is ridiculous. I, to me, and now I know people were. I think coronavirus bill should be wiped off. Right. Sorry. Uh, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> well, I get it that hospitals are losing money because all this other shit, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. That's. Yeah, I just think we should have probably some universal health care shit going on. Hey, call one of them fucking trillion dollar people, man. Uh, they can fucking pay these bills and fucking still not even feel it. Right. Fuck that. They they got all that money and fucking make them use it. Fuck it. Otherwise, it's a tyranny and they're controlling everything. Yeah, I agree. So um, anyway, be on the lookout if you get coronavirus. You may not want to go to the hospital. Um, I mean, you or I've told you earlier, I've been watching Epis for Family. Mm-hmm. The new season's fucking awesome. It's amazing. Uh. I think every season's amazing of it. If you haven't ever watched the show, I think it would turn some people off because there is nudity in the cartoon, you know, and I think that's weird to some people. But I think out of any cartoon, it's the only one that has, like, not the only It has, like, the best through storyline. Like, it's a real fucking show, you know? Right. And I think a lot of people who wouldn't even traditionally like cartoons, like, I think my dad wouldn't hate it if he really ever watched it, you know? But, like, to convince him to watch a cartoon would be hard. Well, see, man, this is funny because, like, we take all these cartoon scenarios, efforts for family, family guy, uh, Simpsons and all that, but if we was to make an actual show, everybody would be offended. Right. But since it's a cartoon, it gets away with it. Right, and I think what efforts for family is so good, I mean, every once in a while, of course, they have some stuff that's um, dramatic, but in general, it's all pretty. It could be done live action. You know what I mean? Like, there isn't, like, crazy cartoon stuff happening. It's just like uh, the story of the 70s and uh, basically the Frank character, who's the main character played by Bill Burr, um, he is a piece of shit to his kids, but all he thinks about is how his dad was a piece of shit to him. 
And so how it's like, well, he's better than him, but it's really just repeating the cycle, you know, in a way. And because he is kind of shitty, but he has a good heart. But that wasn't how you did it back in the day. You know, uh-huh. you didn't parent necessarily through love uh, in that way. So that's kind of more or less what's based on. And it's fucking hilarious. Like, it is one of the more consistently funny. Ep- like I fucking die laughing watching that shit. So I'm a big, big fan. And then I gave Rick and Morty a shot. Finally got to watch a few episodes of this week. I think it's really good as well. Koopy doesn't like it as much. I think being a sci-fi fan helps because every episode's kind of like a crazy sci-fi scenario, and then you just kind of you know enjoy the ride of the show or whatever. Yeah, my kids like Rick and Morty a lot. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was super funny, um, but I just had been sleeping on it forever because I was like, oh, I didn't have a, a Cartoon Network or whatever it came on. Um, and then a TV show I watched. There's one season on Netflix that I'd recommend. That's what I'm watching, and I looked it up, and there's like four seasons of it on Hulu if you have that. But it's called Alone. And apparently it's a History Channel TV show that's existed for like six or seven years, but I just have never heard of it. And it's like real Survivor. So like, you know, Survivor, they like put people on these fucking beaches together and then they're like, all right, whatever. But really, they're not surviving. These motherfuckers, at least in season six, which I believe is what I'm, I'm watching on Netflix. I have like two episodes left. They're in the Arctic on this season and uh, they are by themselves. And it's like, all right, we'll fucking make your shelter. Go hunt your animals, and it's fucking fascinating. You know, because I'm interested in outdoorsy stuff, but I'm not an outdoorsy person. But, you know, they're setting their little snares and catching their rabbits, and a guy killed a fucking moose. And I was like, holy shit. Well, because, like, in most of them, they have the rules on which animals you can and can't kill. Right, they can't kill foxes in Canada. That was one of their things. Uh, But this one guy killed a moose, and then he keeps losing weight because mooses don't have a lot of fat. Or, I said, I think just moose. Don't have a lot of fat, and uh, so you need fat to keep your weight up and so this dude just shedding pounds even though he has a whole fucking moose to eat and then you kill the wolverine but wolverines have less body fat than fucking moose do <laughs> and so and then he had like um some kidneys from squirrels i guess have fat so he had those stored but then a, the wolverine before he killed it ate it oh. and then so like this one dude went through a lot of shit one dude lost over 80 pounds and his whole goal was like well i'll just outlast everyone even if i starve to death but eventually they made him leave because they're like bro you're gonna fucking die um, so anyway, this alone show, if you've ever, if you used well, to watch Survivor. naked and afraid and shit. Right. Well, this one I think is good because it is, there's no cameramen. Like, they are their own cam. Like, they set up their tripod and then they're talking to their camera. You know, like, one lady was a pretty f- dramatic time because they all have little fire pits and their little shelters they made. But her shelter lit on fire because her fire got too big. And all of a sudden she looks up and her fucking roof's on fire. And there's just a fucking fire around the whole camp. And you're like, oh my God, this is fucking wild. Um, and all they have to do is get on a walkie talk and say, I quit, you know, and then, and then they're out. And the last one fucking survive wins half a million dollars or whatever it is. Oh, no. And so I just really enjoyed it. Like I've been watching it as my go to sleep show because it's kind of chill. Yeah. But then these last few nights, I've been like, God damn, this is getting good. I've been watching Hannibal and that shit's fucking stomach turning. Yeah, it's never been mine. I, I never liked Silence uh, of the Lambs. Rusty enjoyed it. They're like visual on this fucking series. And I'm just like, Oh, man, I'm just going to go smoke and wait on this scene to pass because it's so fucking brutal. Right. I know I've heard that it is gory. It's very gory for what was an NBC show. You know, it was just network TV. But I just, that show, and there was another one that came out around that same time where I just never. I don't know. I was writing that shit that I thought I'd want to watch. And, you know, I tried the whole trailer part, boys. That shit wasn't for me. Yeah. I, I I think the first couple of seasons of Trailer Park Boys aren't great. If the only reason I, mean, I enjoyed it, I think, because I've thought about this since, is I watched the movie, the Trailer Park Boys movie first, the Big Dirty, I think is what it's called. 
and so after watching a movie that's well like the the camera works good and stuff yeah. um that's a lot easier than starting off with a tv well, show the, the, the main guy he reminded me of powwow a lot uh, I don't know why, but yeah, I guess Powell probably just mimics. Him. I just see Powell. Powell could be in that same telling this guy how he fucks up all the time, and right, and just still just sitting there fucking chilling himself. <laughs> you know, yeah, Powell's definitely a Julian. <laughs> That's so. just for sure. Um, all right. The only thing else I had is so something else that's happened is I have two Twitters now. Um, you know, I used to have a Twitter for the podcast was podcast underscore mo and then i decided to change that to a to the mo and then after i did that i go watch well, go ahead and remake podcast underscore mo and so i have both of them now so i'm trying to get more people to our, our twitter but through this i get added by girls that have only fan pages do you know what only fans is nope so only fans is kind of like patreon but for girls that want to get naked kind of and you could do it on patreon too you could totally get naked on patreon and charge people for it that's one of their things um but you know, these girls are like for three dollars a month, you can be a subscriber to my feed, and then they'll post, you know, nude picture, whatever, right? And so there's a girl that we've played on the music podcast. I believe her name was Alyssa Higgins, who has an OnlyFans account. I think that's how they're finding me, right? So we played her music. I tagged Alyssa Higgins on an episode, like, hey, here's your shit. And so she's a singer and also uh, you know, makes from what I understand, pretty good money you know, putting up some of these pictures. And then so some of these other OnlyFans girls have added me and then been like Here's a code for a free trial or sort of shit, right? Which I've never, I haven't made an OnlyFans account, but I've seen them share pictures of them, like, not fully new, but like in a thong or, you know, something. Mm. And some of these girls, not to hate, because I'm not an attractive man. I don't, you know, I don't have a body or anything, but I'm also not trying to sell fucking nude pictures of myself. And some of these girls, I'm like, you just don't have it. Like, you should not be doing this. Like, okay, you're skinny, but your ass has no definition whatsoever and you have no tits. Who the fuck wants to buy this shit? Like, I don't know. I just see a lot of, and I see a lot of these girls like, we're on a special sale, $2 this week. And I'm like, well, if you're selling nudes for $2, is it fucking worth it? I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm just. Well, if they get a million people combined $2. They, I'm, you're right. But from the looks of some of these people, I don't think they will. I don't understand it either. I'm with you, man. And like, even if the thing is like, let's say if these girls were like very large, you know, or had some sort of like fetish they were going for, I would get it. But some of these girls are like the most basic normal looking people you see every day and maybe that's their their niche or whatever but i'd be like oh i just don't i don't know how you're gonna make a living off of this i feel bad for them because i'll look around and I, that's all they got going for them you know at least this Alyssa higgins chick is a good like she was a really good singer like that's right. probably like her real career she just found a way to make some money because i guess she looked good enough to make some money you know so anyway i just think it's fun out there if anyone else is on twitter i'm sure you're getting added by these accounts too trying to get your attention um None have yet caught my eye enough for to I'm be even considering. I'm not paying for skin, man. Right. There's not, so not many it, places um, that you could get it for free if needed. So I mean, fuck, if I wasn't married, I'd go fucking swap left, swap right for free. Fuck. Right. <laughs> Shit. And I would be swap which one, whatever one's good, I would be swapping that <laughs> one on all of them. Because in my mind, the way it works, I believe, is if you basically just say yes, then you get to talk. Oh. So I would just say yes to everyone and then figure it out afterwards. But I'm sure that's abusing the system. Right. I don't know. Um, hopefully I'll never have to know. You know <laughs> unless Coopy divorces me. Um, all right. I don't think I have really anything else. The only thing else I had is uh, I was thinking how there isn't really sex hotlines anymore. Um, like the internet corrected that too. You know, they remember when your kids there used to be just all those infomercials of like call one nine hundred. 
so and so. That's not a thing. Oh, we had this gay guy on her page, and he like screenshotted his Pornhub bill. No I'm just shit. Like, I'm just like that's never been a thing. I'm like, I want to go waste a whole bunch of money on porn. I've just never been right. Porn, I mean, I, guess. I think if you and your significant other want to do that together, that's fine or whatever. Uh, but even then, I don't see why you'd spend money when it's available free places. Um, and apparently, the guy who owns Pornhub, I need to look into this because I remember reading the story and it was really interesting. He isn't even like a porn fanatic or wasn't when he started. He was just a programmer. And he was like, well, there should be a YouTube for porn. And then he started making so much money on the ads. And again, it could be wrong that he slowly bought all the posts. Like he owned, like he bought browsers and he bought mofos and he bought like all, whatever all the other, you know, porn companies are. He just owns them. So then all that shit on Pornhub, he can't get sued because he owns them. And so they basically make porn with the ad money from Pornhub and act like it. I don't know. It's just in there. It's, it's just weird the way it, it works now. Ad money. Right. It's all ad money. Uh, so, and then I guess your gay friend, I guess he also gives them a lot of money. Damn. It was like $349 or some bullshit. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Very interesting. I mean, uh, I got my nicks and habits, but I guess porn wasn't one of them. Right. I spent too much on the dabs. These yeah. Days, I guess. <laughs> Get off other shit. Um, all right, man. I think that's all I got. We're going to see who I get on the next episode. I have a couple options. We're going to see if either one of them come through. All right, world. Be kind. Spay and neuter your, your pets. You know, yeah. all that good shit. Right. And that's what Bob Barker left us with. <laughs> I think it was Jerry Springer that was always like, be kind to your neighbor and all that, wasn't it? I could see Jerry Springer saying that. Honestly, when I think of Jerry Springer, I think of his movie, too, The Ringmaster. Had Jamie Presley. And I was like, that's the first time I ever saw her. And I was like, wow, that chick is very attractive. Yes. And then she was in Joe Dirt. And then my name is Earl. The reason I watch those things as well. So um, that's what I remember about Jerry Springer. She's that trashy hot. <laughs> it's, you don't want to be attracted if you're from where we're from. <laughs> All right. Peace, man. Peace.
Air the, 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 air the,